5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, today we are going to go over the uh, kind of the continuation still of Easter. And I'm going to go to John chapter 20 where you'll find that uh, this was still even happening on the eve of, uh, well, no, on the evening of Easter. So Sunday evening, John 20, chapter 19, or John 20, verse 19. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his sides. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again he said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. One of the twelve disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, was not with the others when Jesus came. They told him, We have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands, put my fingers into them, and place my hand into the wound in his side. Eight days later, the disciples were together, and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, look at my hands, put your hand into the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. My Lord and my God, Thomas exclaimed. Then Jesus told him, You believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. Interesting, just, uh, you know, so it spans about a week. So it goes from that evening of Easter all the way, as it says, eight days later than Thomas was once again with them. But two things are still happening. And, and I find this pretty interesting, is that the first case, I mean, is the evening of, which they're still terrified, right? Even though they've seen an empty tomb, they haven't seen Jesus yet. And that they're trying to still put those two things together. Uh, much of the, the Easter stories, you'll still find that they're walking away confused or uh, they're even scared. Um, much of it because they they haven't uh, seen yet. And so when you're looking at the disciples, where are they found? It's like, here they are in the first part of that behind a locked door. So they're still hiding. They're making sure that they're staying out of the public scene, the public markets, because they don't want to be caught up in some kind of, uh, uh, you know, grab by the authorities to, you know, continue to, you know, uh, prosecute them too, put them on trial because they were followers of Jesus. But it's still interesting. Jesus comes in and he shows himself to them the first time after, you know, even the doors locked, Jesus shows up, right? They are, it says, are filled with joy. But what happens even a week later? Because Thomas shows up and they were like, hey, Thomas, we saw Jesus. And he's like, well, I'm not going to believe unless I see it. Right, And eight days later, they're still sitting behind locked doors. What's the excuse this time? Why are they still behind a locked door? They saw Jesus already. This has been verified again and again, right? And 
So why should they still be terrified? Why should they still be worried? Why should they still be living in fear? And yet, they are. Because eight days later, they're still sitting behind a locked door, and once again, Jesus shows up. Jesus says, peace be with you. As the Father sent me, I send you. And then he directs himself to Thomas on this second appearance there and says, Thomas, like, I hear that you need to verify. And Thomas walks over there, right? You know, Jesus is like, put your finger here. Put your your hand into the wound of my side. Um, Don't be faithless any longer, but have faith and believe. Right, and sometimes, I mean, and this is, you know, we're we're people that we want to see. We want to see it. If if it, if it's available, show it to me. I want to see it. And uh, and sometimes Jesus is like, all right, I'm going to show it to you. But there are also other times Jesus is like, no, I I, I want you to to look at faith in this this time, this opportunity to have faith to trust and to believe that what Jesus is doing is even if it's not seen that there's things that are still happening. And this is, you know, the interesting part about that uh, those two occurrences back to back is that there was still a lot of fear for them. And some people, you know, even as they're the 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 people who doubt the resurrection would say that um you know, what they're seeing is actually like, a, you know, a figment of their imagination. You know, what they're seeing in the story, I mean, like lots of, you know, they did a study, um, about 20,000 people and um, like 20%, or no, not it's even less than that, like 13% of the 20,000 like saw a loved one that had died, right? So people see the, you know, sometimes see the, the dead people, <laughs> Right, they make it up in their own mind, and so there's a lot of that that's thrown around on this because they're saying, you know, like, um, you know, people who are flesh and blood can't walk through locked doors, and so they're like, Jesus would have been a ghost here or just a figment of their imagination, and yet, why does Jesus offer for Thomas to touch him then? Why does Jesus say, Put your finger here, put your hand here, and trust, believe, have faith. And that's always, you know, going back. I mean, this is the reason why I talked to you about apologetics yesterday and and the opportunity when you're sharing apologetics and the things that, that believers are going to find to be the strengthening parts of the resurrection story, some people are going to be like, well, you know, let, let me try to not, you know, believe that. I mean, and ultimately, that's the reason why I think apologetics are for the church and not for the unbelieving world, is that we find strength in the things that are going to reinforce the faith that God has already given to us. And it's an opportunity once again for us to strengthen our faith, to show that that what Jesus can do in the resurrection is still going to be beyond our imagination. All right, everybody, I'm going to end there. We're going to continue with some of the Easter stories um, this week and, and really try to understand what Jesus is doing. All right, have a great day, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.